the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. I hope that wasn't on the video. Good afternoon. Welcome to another wonderful episode of No Buts About It. I'm in my dining room in Indiana rocking the wonderful Parker McCollum hat from the Morgan Wallen concert that Chuss and I went to in the beautiful, I can't believe I just said that, city of Pittsburgh, where Chuss is located right now in his basement. Um Pittsburgh was an interesting place when we went though. That was that was yeah, a good experience. I I I I will say um that video a lot of people I'm I'm sure that people have seen it by now but that porta potty video of those three girls fighting at Morgan Wallen was in fact in Pittsburgh though it was not the night that me and Josh went. It was actually the second night on Thursday. Me and Josh went Wednesday night which was night 1 and yeah, but that did happen in Pittsburgh. Uh, we also had our fair share of run-ins with some very interesting human beings that were absolutely, I don't even know the word. I mean, you could say schlosh, you could say just it, hammered, you could just. It had nothing to do with like Morgan. A lot of people on that video were saying like, this is Morgan Wallen's fan base. I don't even feel like that was Morgan Wallen's fan base. I just think that that was college people being college people. Yeah. I mean, that could have literally happened at any other concert. there there I were mean, a lot of really cool people there too from pittsburgh so not not yeah. everyone was bad but let's let's get into uh what we've got going here first before we get too deep into the show i do want to just make it known uh former nfl quarterback alex smith who was best known playing for the washington redskins and the kansas city chiefs uh also, he had a life-threatening injury in his career when he had a leg injury, and then they had surgery complications, and he almost died from it. Well, now it has become public information that his daughter, who is seven years old, her name is Sloan, was diagnosed with a brain tumor in 2022, and the family is living scan to scan. I don't know if it's brain cancer or if it's just a tumor. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. The difference there maybe they're one in the same but anyway she's been going under some emergency surgery to remove the tumor and so this is just one more thing that the smith family has to deal with and uh, i'm sure there's other people out there dealing with the same thing and they're just not as famous so it's not as well known our prayers go out to them as well but more specifically our prayers go out to the smith family and specifically sloan smith so just uh, wanted to put that out there. I don't know if you had anything to say on that, Chuss. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm just 
I'm very, you know, a lot of us are very fortunate in our lives to have, you know, be blessed with so many great things that happen. And it is great that, you know, Alex Smith got to play in the NFL and he survived and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel bad for the Smith family. You know, a lot of things have been hitting them one thing after another, but all we can do is just pray and hope that she's okay. You know, I honestly think she'll rally. I mean, that Smith family is strong as heck, you know, as we've seen with Alex Smith. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, she'll rally through, but just keep her in your prayers. And um, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's just hope for the best. Seven. It's, it's, it's a sad, sore subject. And I really, I feel really unbelievably bad because that is not a, that's not something you want to hear. Right. And for a seven year old and they said yeah. they're living scan to scan. So that's, which that, isn't, I can't even imagine that, but yeah. So definitely keep them in your prayers. Um, we're thinking about you Smith family, you know, so just and stuff. if any updates come out about that, we'll cover that as well. But wanted to get that out there so that we can move on to the happier things going on in the NFL. Yeah, and well, me and him, me and Josh can actually, you know, maybe yell at each other about some stuff. I well, you know, we're gonna start with your boy, your man. Boy? Yeah, he is. He is your lock screen on he your is, phone. Actually. Actually, it's a picture of me and him. Mm-hmm. You guys I can't, can I can't even see it, but yeah, I've seen yeah. it in person. Kenny Pickett was named captain for the first time in his NFL career. Now, this is not a shock at all because he is now the official starter. He's not competing with Mitchell Trubisky for the starting position. But what do you think of this? Do you think he's uh, earned the spot or if it's just he's not as bad as everyone else in the quarterback room well i i think that he definitely deserved it i definitely think he earned it i mean i think over the last year i think he has shown significant improvement i think he was the only quarterback in the preseason to have a uh, perfect passer rating uh he had really good stats you know throughout the preseason i get yes it's preseason you know season is very different than preseason and whatnot but it kind of shows how much he's developed because, you know, go figure his last year preseason <coughs> statistics weren't as good as this year's preseason statistics. And I feel like throughout the last season, you know, when he kind of was thrown in in that Jets game, like early on in the season, he progressively showed improvement. I mean, obviously there was games like the Miami Dolphins game where, you know, we kind of lost the clutch up, you know, he kind of panicked. He, you know, definitely Mike Tomlin said, I think that was the game where Mike Tomlin said, there will be better days. I think that was the big, the big video that was going around. Like, don't worry, Kenny, there'll be better days. You know, he didn't do that good against Miami. Obviously, we kind of got shut down by Buffalo and some other teams. But towards that end of the season, we were actually, you know, looking pretty, pretty good. And I think Kenny was looking pretty solid too between the defense and Kenny. And even just going into this year, he's improved a lot. I definitely think he deserves it. I'm not saying Mitch is bad. Um, definitely not the best quarterback to start, but. I mean, out of the three quarterbacks, obviously he was going to get the captain position regardless because he is better than the other two. And obviously, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I didn't think Mitch was going to have it this year. I mean, obviously, I mean, it would be very weird to have the backup quarterback be the captain, but. Right. It's, so. I think it's even weirder for, to think, because at first when they announced like Kenny Pickett as the captain, I was like, no, no duh. Like. He's the starting quarterback, but he wasn't the captain last year. Uh, Mitch, Mitch was the captain at the quarterback position, I believe. And 
a lot of times you have guys become they're coming in and they become immediate starters. Like Anthony Richardson, he's already been named a captain. CJ Stroud was just named a captain. Joe Burrow was a captain for the Bengals his rookie year. So Kenny Pickett is one of those kind of rare occasions where this is his first year as a captain in his second year. I think that's probably more uncommon. And I wonder if there was any kind of conflict last year with um, the locker room when Kenny Pickett became the starter, but Mitch still had that captain patch. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, I think what ended up happening was obviously they were su- the Steelers were super invested on Mitch, and I remember reading an article that Mike Tomlin said that Kenny Pickett will not play this season, meaning the 2022 season. Well, that didn't last very long. Um, obviously, Mitchell Trubitsky kind of blew a couple of very, very big games for us early on in the season. Um, obviously, we did beat the Bengals, but we struggled <laughs> against – you know, I I mean, it, I don't I don't I don't give uh, Mitch the credit on that one though. That that was a very defensive game. It that was, was Joe hard. Burrow losing the game. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with uh, Mitchell Trubisky, but I definitely think that with how Mitch played, like against the Patriots, you know, all we needed was a field goal to get in field goal range. He folded. We lost sixteen fourteen. We got kind of crushed by the Cleveland Browns. Um, and then, you know, obviously he didn't have a good start against the Jets. And then even going into some other games, like, yes, he clutched up and, and like, kind of finished off the Tampa Bay game for us, which was great. I mean, he was able to handle the Carolina Panthers game and stuff like that. But but then you go up against Baltimore, and he threw, like, two interceptions, like, in the end zone or, like, right near the end zone as he was driving. It's, like, you know, very inconsistent and a lot of frustration on the, the Steelers' side of the football. But I think I think they had a lot – in place for Mitch and I think that's why he was the captain I figured over time that Kenny would end up getting the captain spot but I think they were just kind of just winging it to see how Mitch would do but then when Mitch like really was stinking and the Steelers fans were getting like very angry I think they kind of just like were like screw it he has to go in now so he just happened to go in week four which was insane don't get me like literally like when he went in week four like I lost my mind I thought I thought the earliest he would start would be after the bye going into that Saints game I think it was but like I was stunned when he went in week four now did it cause conflict back back in the uh, locker room but I don't really know I'm not back there but obviously it might have but you know all that all I know now is that uh Kenneth Pickett is the captain and he is the starter you know I'm very proud of him very happy but I think Mitchell Trubitsky has kind of accepted that backup role you know he's kind of happy to be here and he's got he's kind of happy to help develop Kenny now I know he said some things in the past but in more recent interviews he seems pretty pretty pleased and we'll, we'll see what happens going into the next couple of weeks you know and going into next year we'll see if Mitch even sticks around next year you know we might get somebody else we might keep Rudolph we might keep Mitch get rid of Rudolph I mean our quarterback depth the three three quarterbacks are pretty solid I would say especially for the two backups like they're not great quarterbacks but they're they're decent you know you you would I would rather have some you know, average backup quarterbacks than like a bomb, you know? Yes, I do know because the Bengals best backup quarterback <laughs> is now Will Greer, who we yeah, signed after the Cowboys cut him after the Trey Lance trade. So we cut Trevor Simeon who looked like he didn't want to play football and we got Will Greer and uh, yeah, I forget the other guys, uh, Jake Browning, Jake Browning. I almost forgot his name. I kept wanting I to say Drew I- but uh, granted, I don't. I don't think you'll have to worry about uh, 
hopefully you won't have to worry about no. Will Greer. But no. but in the event that Will Greer ne- Will Greer needed Will Greer needed to start, goodness gracious, in the event that he needed to start, I don't think you guys would have as big of issues as like a Trevor Simeon. You know, nothing no. against Simeon, no. but he definitely he, did not look good. Simeon, in yeah, he he looked like he didn't want to play football. Another really, and I know this isn't even on our roster, so you're probably gonna you might have something you might not have something but if you looked at the new england patriots quarterback situation they cut both bailey zappy and malik cunningham mac jones is the only quarterback currently on the active roster to my knowledge unless they've signed someone and i just didn't see it i haven't seen but then they signed both bailey zappy and malik cunningham malik cunningham was a undrafted free agent who played in the preseason played quarterback played wide receiver um was very very fun player to watch um they signed them both to the practice squad i wanted bailey zappy to get a chance to start over mac jones that's clearly not happening and i just saw i checked the patriots depth chart right here the patriots have signed matt coral or corral or that panther old panthers quarterback from 2022 which is interesting, though, because I, not that that guy is bad or anything, but it does – he hasn't really shown a lot, you he know? Got, he got and hurt last yeah, year. Yeah, he hasn't – yeah, he hasn't really shown a whole lot with that injury and stuff. So I, it really makes you wonder because, you know, we saw what Bailey Zappi could do. So it's, it's it makes you really question, like, what the Patriots are doing. But maybe let Belichick cook. I don't know. But definitely interesting that they put Zappi on the practice. I have, a th- I have a theory. I have a theory with Bailey Zappi. Well, okay, okay. What's your theory? I've got a theory. I think that half of the team wanted Bailey Zappi to start. And this happened, I believe this happened last year when Bailey was starting after Matt got injured and there was the whole, like, is this the repeat of the Tom Brady era with how Uh, they thought Drew Bledsoe was their franchise guy. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Tom Brady comes in and wins same thing here mac jones gets hurt i think it was the similar or the same injury as what bledsoe had and then bailey zappy comes in plays well plays decent um maybe a little worse than mac jones but not significantly worse and very likable player bailey zappy and i think there was some division on the team and they're like Half of them said, we want Mac. The other half said, we want Bailey. And so Belichick came in and he said, hey, Bailey, we're going to take care of you, but I got to take you off this depth chart here because it's causing some problems. Cut him, moved him down to the practice squad. That's my theory. See, the problem that I have, though, with moving him to the practice squad is any team could pick him up, you know? Like any team can sign players off those practice squads. So, yeah, you can have them down there, but next thing you know, like, a team over, I don't know, and we'll just say in the South. Let's say like um, uh, Baker Mayfield and all those quarterbacks down in Tampa Bay get hurt or something. I'm not, I, I don't want that to happen, but let's say it does happen. You know, they might go and pick up Bailey Zappi or something like that, and he's on the practice squad. And then, bye bye Patriots, no longer, uh, no longer the Zappi Nation. In, um, no, but you know, you know what them Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans are going to be saying if that happens? He's huh. the next Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That makes sense. I mean, hell, you know what? I was just happened to think that way. He's so. fulfilling the prophecy. Hey, I mean, listen, I think Zappi has all the potential in the world to be good. 
But right now, he is not given a chance. And I think a team really – and I know how high you were on him, I think, last season. I, I, I like um, Zappy. I think I think he could be a really solid addition at, in the uh, depth chart for a lot of different teams that might need like a very solid backup. And who knows, maybe Zappy will be that guy for a team someday. I mean, just like uh, just like our boy over in Cleveland, I think he's going to mm-hmm. start. Over DTR, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, but there was like a three-hour window, a very short window, where between Bailey getting cut, Will Greer being signed to the Bengals, and then Bailey being signed to the practice squad, that I was like. Cincy, you should bring this yeah. boy over. Come on, he's still on a rookie contract. I mean, come on. I don't. I. I I want to see it. We weren't wrong about Dorian Thompson Robinson. People hated us for that. Browns fans said yeah, we were crazy. And guess who the backup in Cleveland is? Dorian Thompson Robinson. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. And now, and now the uh, now the legendary Joshua Dobbs, who was a former Brown, is now starting for the Arizona Cardinals for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting week one but arizona is kind of in their own little world right now i don't really know what's going on in arizona we've talked about it but i definitely think it's interesting over there but cleveland there's a lot of interesting teams in the nfl watch, and watch joe's video watch my yeah. interview with joe he he nailed it he nailed we've been taking a lot of wins lately on this podcast yeah. i don't want to brag but we got dorian thompson robinson right i was one round off of what the Trey Lance trade looked like. I said I wouldn't yeah. give more than a fifth. I think the Cowboys traded a fourth for him. I think you're right. And so that happened. He's a backup quarterback like I said he would be with a team that needs a strong backup if their quarterback goes in. Cowboys are making a playoff run in the NFC with a weak conference. That happened. And uh, now maybe uh, – Maybe we'll see something else happening here. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll but I'm see. just saying, we've been right a lot. We've been good. Let's keep it up. Now, another big reach. This is a huge reach. I recognize that this is a reach. Okay. I'm taking some hopium here. Hopium. Hopium. Okay, that's a new one. Is, that a, is that a drug? No. It, well, it, I'm high on life here. Okay. Okay. Because cool. I had All to right. work on Labor Day, so uh, I made okay. up my I made up I also, a new holiday, which I'm not going to take all the credit for this, but other people on Bengals Twitter also are acknowledging it. Um, it's not really that co- creative, if I'm being honest. Today's September 5th. You know, you know what the numbers are for September 5th? Nine five. Guess who? numbers are nine and five joseph yeah, yeah. lee burrow and t i don't know his middle name higgins tt higgins <laughs> i think they're getting extended today one of them is getting extended today i'm sure of it you, you really think so mm-hmm. i have i have I two reasons for thinking this one of them is it's nine five the other one is elizabeth blackburn who is Big with the Bengals, like social media, like news stuff. I forget her actual title, but Bengals fans love her. Um, she is appearing on Bengals Superfan, Bengal Jim podcast mm. tonight. And uh, he was tipped about the Logan Wilson extension a few weeks ago. And what did Bengal Jim uh, tweet out? Hmm? Hmm? What, what do you think Bengal Jim tweeted out? He said, Elizabeth Blackburn will be joining us on the podcast. And then he added below it, 
today would be a good day for a Joe Burrow extension. Now, could he just be trying to get people to listen to the podcast? Probably. Yes. However, <clears throat> the same people that are listening to that podcast, we're already going to listen, regardless of there being a Joe Burrow signing or not. Maybe he gets 100 more listeners, but this, he's already got a huge podcast. So I don't, I don't think that's it. I think there might be, might be something coming up here, and I think we should be paying attention tonight. Um, there's also rumors that Mr. Uh, Burrow, along with Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Justin Jefferson, already have contracts on the table per Diana Ruzzini of ESPN, I believe is the network she works for. So that's that's a third thing. We've got, we've got facts, and Joe Burrow is going to get re-signed today. Well, <clears throat> before we jump to that, <laughs> I mean – would you even have like, <clears throat> excuse me? Do you even have like a brief assumption that maybe they're holding off until they figure out what the heck's going on with his injury right now? Because doesn't he have like a calf injury? He's gonna play week one. Um, I mean, they're saying he's day to day right now. That is to throw off the Browns. Yeah, and so is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's day to day. Yeah, but but Burrow's, he's also not expected to play week one. Burrow's fine. Burrow's been practicing. He's I'm gonna... not saying that maybe they're just wait. Like I'm not saying anything. I mean, it's a great possibility that that they could get signed today. But don't get your hopes up. Oh, my hopes are up. Well, you know, if they don't get signed today, expect a crash. If you get really upset, no, my so hopes just... are are way up here. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm hopeful for you. It, Joe but... Bur- Joe Burrow. I mean, okay. So I've seen this on Twitter a few times, and I understand partially kind of why people think this way if you haven't been paying attention i've i didn't see it on twitter i saw it on x we're gonna start using the real name here it's x Uh, yes x anyway i saw it and i saw a bunch of fans are saying fans of other teams are saying mike brown doesn't play doesn't pay his players he's not gonna pay well guess what he's been paying players this is the new cincinnati Bengals, and you know who is the biggest Cincinnati Bengal? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the most marketable player the Cincinnati Bengals have ever had. Chad Ochocinco is the only one I can think of that's anywhere close. Then, after, after that, not even inside the team, but Cincinnati itself. I don't think it is unreasonable to say that Joe Burrow is the best thing to ever happen to the city of Cincinnati. The mayor has gotten in on rooting for Joe Burrow. There's entire bars who are restaurants. They're doing stuff around Joe Burrow. You know, at certain bars in Cincinnati right now, you can buy a nine-cent shot. for Women can buy a nine-cent shot to help ease the pain of the fact that Joe Burrow has gotten engaged. Yeah, I heard about that. The you entire put- market, Cincinnati economy, is based on Joe Burrow. Okay, but like, all right, hear me out though. Uh, this this is not gonna happen, but I just think it'd be funny. Uh, hypothetical, okay, just a crazy hypothetical. What if at the end of nine five today, okay, just randomly at like eleven o'clock tonight, you get a report on ESPN that says a blockbuster trade: Joe Burrow and T Higgins traded to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for Josh Allen and like Gabe Davis or like Stephon Diggs. How would you feel about that? I think that'd be stupid. <laughs> because okay. both both teams have built their entire like market and franchise around 
both of those play both of those sets of players. Yeah, but, but let's say Cincinnati and Buffalo is just they, but, they're just both like screw it. You know, Joey B. You know he lost in the AFC Championship. You know Buffalo Josh Allen can't make it past the divisional anymore. Let let's send him over to Cincinnati and see what he can do. <laughs> First of all, I don't think Buffalo would do that. Second of all, why would Cincinnati do that? Why would Cincinnati <laughs> trade two younger players? For some older for guys. For older guys oh, who have shown less success. Oh, you're you're fibbing. You're fibbing. How? How? Joe just... Burrow's made it to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen hasn't. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is that what would you do if it were to happen? I, I, I don't think I'd have to do anything. I think that the city of Cincinnati would cease to exist because the riots would just make it no more. Um, I know the city of Buffalo would cease to exist because Bill's Mafia would be going out and they'd be going wild. Yeah, Highmark Stadium would probably implode before they even have the new stadium built. But So I'm pretty confident that's not going to happen. Oh, it's not going to. Almost I I, as confident as I am that there's going to be an extension tonight. Okay, well, you shouldn't. And I am fully prepared to eat my words. Yeah, because if you're fully confident that that's not going to happen, as fully confident as you are that Burrow's going to get signed tonight and he doesn't get signed tonight, that means that, like, that, that, that's just – it's a very contrary that, – that means that that means that Josh Allen could go to Cincinnati then. Yeah, but I don't think that'll happen either. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we're ever going to see a trade like that. What but a, I just think it would be funny. What about – uh? These other guys that I mentioned earlier, um, Justin Jefferson, Nick Bosa, and Chris Jones, all all star players for their do teams. You, do you think that uh, like? Oh, are you asking me if if I think that they're going to get signed tonight? Not tonight, or, but do you think they'll get signed soon? Chris Jones is sitting out, and he plays for the Chiefs. See, I if Chris Jones is sitting out and he's still sitting out, I mean, I haven't really been keeping up too much about what the Chiefs are like, how that's been going. I know that he's been sitting out. If the contract's not good. I think I think he might not take it because I feel like Chris Jones is being a little stubborn, especially with sitting out. Bosa, I feel like will. Justin Jefferson, I feel like also could this week. I feel like both of them could this week. Nick, uh, but I think Jones might might be a little longer. Um, now, granted, I don't I don't know. I think one of those three are going to get signed this week. I don't know which one, but I feel I'm pretty confident that one of them will, and I think it's going to be either um, JJ or. Nick Bosa so but I mean what well, I could be wrong I mean Justin Jefferson might get frustrated with the idea of Jordan Addison you know being wide receiver too I don't know because remember Justin Jefferson is the man in Minnesota and now he's got a little bit more competition if Jordan Addison ends up being a dog in Minnesota mm-hmm. you, you just don't really know um and obviously Nick Bosa is getting a little older you know maybe he wants to leave San Fran I doubt it but yeah Nick Nick Bosa is not that old he's a 2019 <laughs> rookie he's still younger than your boy TJ yes but still he's, you know maybe he, he's getting older in the sense that he doesn't want to stay he's know? got some gas in the tank um well, he also plays for the uh he plays for the chicago bears on my madden game oh okay. yeah i signed him to the chicago bears and we still suck so <laughs> i don't think there's anything helping the nick bosa bears. cannot save the chicago bears you heard it here I don't first think- I literally, I don't know if I can save the Chicago Bears. I thought I could. But I <laughs> so, I'll keep you guys posted on how well my Madden, uh, uh, whatever it is. Who's your quarterback? Uh, I'm ru- currently running still with Justin Fields because he was an 80 overall star. Ooh. But 
over the time, I feel like he's just, there's something there's a missing piece, and I don't know what it is because our wide receivers are all 90 overalls. So it's not like these wide receivers are bad. So it makes me wonder. I'm like, what is what is the problem here? And but and then I look at Justin Fields' numbers, and he's like, he has 38 touchdowns and 13 interceptions on the season, but we still finished four and 13. It's like, where is what? Where is this happening? So I don't know if it is Justin Fields, or if you know maybe the defense is having issues or something else. But Bosa's on the defense, so my Madden, my Madden is struggling right now. But it's almost impossible to build the Chicago Bears, and I feel like taking up that challenge first is probably not the best idea. I probably should have tried to rebuild the Chiefs or something when there is really no rebuilding to do with the mm. Chiefs. But well, here nor there, off topic. Well, actually, that was a nice segue. Kansas City mm. Chiefs. Detroit Lions, they play this Thursday. It's a beautiful time of year. The fall, oh, the small yes. s- fall smells, the, the leaves change. And I, I saw a beautiful thing on one of the Barstool podcasts. And I believe it was uh, Big Cap who was on there. And he was talking, you know, you only have so many football games in your life to watch. So enjoy all of them. And yeah. I was like, that's, that's very philosophical and very deep and true and i'm gonna enjoy this football game that being said let's uh a a lot of people i think are looking at this matchup and they're saying the chiefs versus the lions that's that's our opener that's what we're starting with first regular season game and uh they think it's gonna be a blowout i don't think so i don't know i do not i don't think this is gonna be i think this is gonna be a fun game and uh it will be too I'm I'm predicting like a 28-24 final. Okay, I know Jonathan. I think it's it's gonna be a fun one. Look Jonathan's out. really excited to watch this game. I was talking to him last night on the phone. Um, it's gonna be his first regular season NFL game as a Lions fan. He's excited. He's playing fantasy football. He's texted me some teams. He's asked for some advice. He's excited. Um, got Jared Goff coming out there. Patrick Mahomes. Uh. Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, Isaiah Pacheco, who everyone forgets about, but you know no, what? Isaiah Pacheco, he's he's definitely a guy to watch out for on that Kansas City offense. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> Isaiah, I drafted him in fantasy, and I was getting him so deep in leagues. I feel like people just forgot about him, but he didn't even start every game last year, and he still almost had 1,000 yards. He had 830 yards last season as a rookie. I fully easily expect, barring injury, Isaiah Pacheco to cross the thousand yard mark this season. But, and and in my opinion, I, I would not I would not count out Detroit in this game. Oh, no. I mean, that's why I said twenty eight twenty four final. And that, that that score could be universal. It could be twenty eight Lions, twenty four Chiefs, it could be twenty eight Chiefs, twenty four Lions, it could be the Lions had the lead, and then the Chiefs just have to run in and get a last-second touchdown, 21-21. You know, Detroit scores that uh, field goal, and then, you know, it's 24-21, and Kansas City scores that, like, late-minute touchdown in the fourth quarter. I, I think it is going to be a very fun game to watch. Now, I, I could be wrong, but the Detroit showed me a lot of promise last season, and as they continue to develop, could be really good for them this year. I feel like, I feel like you shouldn't sleep on them. There's some teams in the NFL that I feel like are very overrated this year. But I think Detroit is a little underrated. I think some people are putting them at like eight and nine, seven and ten. 
I think they're going to have a winning record this year. I think, you know, a little higher than nine and eight, maybe even 10 and seven. I mean, I think, I think they can cook this year. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, that team has made some additions that easily could help that team. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said and the chiefs have lost some receivers. They're going off of how well they were last year. Um, obviously you can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. I feel like Patrick Mahomes will make any player look good, but also, is it Patrick Mahomes making these players look good, or is it these players that are brought in by Kansas City just automatically just easily developed in Kansas City? Like they're just so much easier to develop, and they just have like a way of developing players, which could be a possibility. But I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I would not sleep on it. I don't think it's going to be no 31-14 final here. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a 28-24 or something like that. I, I... – I'm gonna. This is another one. I might be reaching a bit here because I know that Patrick Mahomes card is out there. I'm gonna take the Lions. I think the Lions can win this game. I think Dan Campbell's gonna give the best pregame speech of all time. That's gonna be legendary. We're gonna be listening to it 20 years from now. He's gonna be talking about eating kneecaps and such. Uh, oh yeah. We're gonna have uh, Jared Goff come out, which. A lot of people forget about him. They still remember that Super Bowl. They still remember Rams Jared Goff. Lions Jared Goff is a different animal. Last year, who had the best touchdown to interception ratio in the NFL? Jared Goff. We've got Sun God, like we talked about. But they also have a rookie running back who I wanted the Bengals to get a hold of, uh, Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, who... The OC has come out and said, we're going to use him in a way that a lot of people don't expect. Now, does that mean they're going to use him as a center like uh, the Cowboys tried with Zeke Elliott in uh, Dallas there for a play? I don't think okay, so. No, I, I don't. <laughs> but, I, don't, I don't even think that should be an option. There. I'm not yeah. even really sure what the whole might be someone we don't expect, uh, some way we that you won't expect comment means, but I'm excited to figure out what it means. Because uh, I was very high on Jameer Gibbs coming into this NFL draft. Um, they've got C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who I don't know if he's starting. I know he had some injury issues with practice, but they signed him this season. He is very high on this defense, though. And the defense was really the Lions' biggest issue last season. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson has come in, and he has called this a young legion of boom, which was the Seahawks' defense there in the – late 2000s when they were winning Super Bowls with Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas. C.J. Gardner-Johnson thinks that they are comparable. And uh, I'm excited to see what we got. We got Aiden Hutchinson on defense. We've got we've got some studs. We've got some studs. I mean, and, then, and they got some depth over in, uh, over in Detroit now, too. Um, uh, David Montgomery is also in that mm, running back room now over true. in Detroit, too. So, not that, and I think David Montgomery, for – playing for the team that he had to you know play with in Chicago which was in the rebuilding phase I still thought David Montgomery did good pending being healthy obviously but I, I, don't, I don't I wouldn't sleep on Detroit I, I think they have all the key pieces to being a very decent team this year I mean I don't think they're going to be like no 15 and 2 team or you know whatever but I definitely think they're going to be good and another two two very important things with the Chiefs Travis Kelsey might not play Chris Jones is probably not going to play Travis Kelsey. It is being reported as of like 30 minutes ago that he re- hyper extended his knee in practice and might not be able to play Thursday night. 
Um, Chris Jones is still sitting out. And honestly, yeah, that offense for the Chiefs is fantastic. It's got Patrick Mahomes. It's got Isaiah Pacheco. It doesn't have Travis Kelsey right now, though. And he's a big part of that. Um, Defense-wise, I don't know if these guys can necessarily hold up. They're not – don't get me wrong. They're not washed or bad players. They're not a bad defense at all. But I think this Detroit Lions offense that was at one point last year the highest-scoring offense in the NFL and was only losing games because their defense was the worst defense in the NFL – I think they could do some damage. I, it is. It is. I'm. I'm taking the Lions. I'm going. I'm, I will. I'm gonna take some Lions too. I'm gonna take them Lions too, because I was just looking at uh, you know, the Chiefs depth chart, and I don't think that any of their players are bad, but it's definitely gonna be a more of a development year. I feel like with what they're. I, I think. I think Kansas City's gonna be good, but I feel like some people are just going off of that high and of uh, that Super Bowl win this past. I guess past year, but it's technically still this year. It happened, but I don't know. I still think that um, I think Kansas City's going to lose Week One. I think they're going to lose on Thursday. Um, I think Detroit's going to stun them. I think they are. You know, Kansas City coming off that huge uh, Super Bowl win, and uh, I think they're going to get stunned. But I mean, Kansas City. It looks like if Travis Kelsey doesn't play, Noah Gray for the Kansas City Chiefs will be starting at tight end. Now, I don't know much about Noah Gray. But all I know is that he is the backup tight end, 2020 <laughs> draft, round five, pick 162 so far this season, meaning I guess preseason. He's had two receptions for 23 yards, and don't see my 2022 standings just yet, or my 2022 stats. But nonetheless. He was a fifth-round pick in the 2021 NFL draft. So Yes. So he's still young, but... But, I mean, li- listen to this list of people who... And, granted, it, again, it is Patrick Mahomes. I understand that. He can make anyone look good. But he's got Kadarius Tony, who is coming off of injury. Sky Moore, Varquez, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Noah Gray, and Jarek McKinning as his top pass catchers coming into this game. Yeah, I mean... I just I don't know how to feel about it. I I I really think I really really think that if there was like the ideal situation for the Lions to come out and show people they're serious about being a football team this year, this is it. Which I know the Lions wide receivers aren't super special besides Amon Ra. I mean, they got Josh Reynolds, they've got Marvin Jones Jr. Nothing super insane. I just, I really believe in these guys. I think we're gonna see something that we that a lot of people aren't expecting. I mean, I'm not like super impressed with like Kansas City's wide receivers either. I mean, they're good, but I mean, their best like I, I don't know who who's your wide receiver one gonna be. Is it? It's not. Is it gonna be Valdez Scantling? Like, I mean, because Valdez Scantling was certified wide receiver wide receiver three most of his career. So and then you have like Sky Moore, who's young, and who's the other one? Is it is it Darius Tony, who used to be with the Giants? I mean, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't really. It, it, I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really <laughs> Patrick Mahomes making these players look good. I mean, there's really nothing that's like 
oh my goodness gracious, like they have one big stud. I mean, I feel like all their wide receivers, it was the same thing with last year. I mean, somehow they won the Super Bowl, but like with like Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, he was wide receiver one for the Steelers, but like, you know, he's older now. Is he still capable of, you know, producing? And obviously he got hurt and different things like that. But it does make you wonder because like Amon Ross St. Brown, he's like, he, he does have injuries, but – I mean, whenever you think of the Lions, like, wide receiver core, you immediately think of, you know, Amon Ra. I mean, I feel like that goes for a lot of teams. I mean, like, when you first, you know, I mean, granted, Cincinnati's very lucky. They have multiple wide receivers, but I feel like the first wide receiver you think of in Cincinnati is... Andre Losivas. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, no. But, like, Steelers, they think of George Pickens. I mean, granted, Deontay Johnson has been wide receiver one last year but a lot of people think of george pickens um you know baltimore i guess would be what uh, odell beckham i guess i, I don't mark I don't know. mark andrews well i guess tight, he's not who's a, a tight receiver. end <laughs> yeah i guess it would be mark andrews but so but nonetheless like i mean kansas city doesn't have like that notable guy on on as like a wide receiver the only one that like you know really has stood out because i know who he is is like i mean i know Kadarius tony i know those guys but like the only one that I've seen consistently over the years is Dada Scantling. But he always averaged around eight points a game. Yeah, definitely definitely a very interesting situation. I think I think defense is gonna be the key to this game. Yeah. I, th- I think right. when we see who the winner is, we're either gonna say Patrick Mahomes was able to figure out the Lions defense or the Lions defense was able to stop Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be yeah. and both are going to be both would be very impressive I think in my opinion. And I will be definitely watching the game on Thursday. I've got three players playing in our league that me and Josh are in with 15 people. I have three players playing in that game. I have Patrick Mahomes himself, David Montgomery, and Amon Ross St. Brown. So, that's a that's a rough league. It is it is a very hard league. So, in fairness to anybody listening, this is a very, very deep league. It's got, you know, 15 teams in it, and my bench literally consists of players that I'm hoping will maybe produce, you know. I mean, my backup quarterback is literally freaking Jordan Love. So, <laughs> um, like, it is a very deep league. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I've had some – my fair share of, like, 14s and – I have a 14-team league that uh, I have Isaiah Pacheco in, and then I have another one where I have um, Patrick Mahomes once again in, and then I haven't drafted in this other league yet, which I guess the draft will be tonight. I don't know if he changed it again. He's been changing it constantly. Um, so I guess he did get – yeah, it's going to be eight teams, so I've progressively gotten lower. So – but – Nonetheless, I will definitely, definitely, definitely be watching the game on Thursday, pending any interferences with anything on Thursday. You know, I have to work for half of it, but I will be listening to it. I will be listening to the radio broadcast. Hey, it's a good thing. But it's a good thing. With all of that said, thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butch Show. If you uh, are only listening to us on Spotify, 
make sure to check out the YouTube because sometimes we post stuff on there that we don't post on Spotify. Like I did an interview with Joe Camo of the Cardinal Rule where we talked about uh, what was going on with the Cardinals. Are they benching Kyler Murray? Are they tanking for Caleb Williams? Find out. He, he was right about a lot of stuff that happened with the Cardinals too. So check that out. Our social media pages are no butts underscore show on Instagram and no butts show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bull moose podcast two. That's the number two at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description. So check out the merch. Once again, if you enjoyed today's show, please like comment and subscribe until next time. Go do something nice for someone. And I promise Joe Burrow will be extended by the next episode. We're not doing another episode until he's extended. That, that's not. Oh true. really? Yeah, we're not. Oh really? Wow, we're gonna be. We might be off.